Welcome to I'm Uncomfortable. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Melissa. And we've been friends since everybody's favorite time of life, puberty. Like most people who thought cutting their own bangs was a good idea, we're professionals in feeling that itchy, cringy, out-of-place awkwardness. Join us as we unapologetically explore the topics that make us cringe and how to be okay with it. Now let's get uncomfortable. Welcome to a brand new episode of I'm Uncomfortable. Let's start off with what's made us uncomfortable this week. Melissa, you go first. (sighs) Fine. (laughs) Well... (laughs) The first thing that came to mind for me was the fact that I am being a bad adult and I've pushed my unfolded laundry off my bed three nights this week. I'm telling the laundry police. (laughs) Tell them because (laughs) I need help. Yeah. So every day I've put it back on my bed in the morning just to be as a reminder for me at the end of the day to be like, Melissa, fold your laundry. But every night so far I've like... I'm like, no, I can't do it. It's not in the cards. It's not in the cards. But yeah, how about you? Um, well, I took laxative tea today. We're doing a lot TMI. of adult stuff, huh? Adulty? <laughs> uh, this is definitely the uh, unglamorous side of being an adult. Um, I don't know. I just thought it might help. I've tried it once before, and I love the name of it. It's called Smooth Move. Ooh, we love a good <laughs> bowel movement. <laughs> I mean, it it tastes good, actually. Yeah, what's um, the flavor profile? Sorry, I'm like already off topic. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Okay. It's tea. It's, it's a tea that I'm taking because I hope it'll help me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sending you good vibes and all of, uh, hopefully, that laxative tea <laughs> helps. <laughs> we all need it. In our lives, I feel sometime. like I need to join a club. Oh, like, laxative teasers anonymous. Or something. <laughs> hey, we'd like to remain. There has anonymous. to be. There has to be a group <laughs> support group for all. Well, if there's a support group out there, hit up Vanessa. <laughs> you can find Get us out of here at our. But like, also come find me. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. You know. Okay. Well. Speaking of all the bad adulting we've been doing, or I've been doing, but good adulting on your end because bowel movements are important. Is it? (laughs) Today we'll be discussing the lies that we've been told by our parents or our guardians or whoever adults in our life that told us all these things that we thought were true about being an adult that were Mm -hmm. actually turned out to be lies. Or can I just say the things that we thought would happen? Like, no one told me some of the things that I thought. Oh, I just true. believed that that would happen to me as an Assumptions. adult. Well, we came to this topic because the other day I was having a moment, y'all. I was so mad. <laughs> I was having an acne breakout. And I was telling Melissa, I thought that as an adult, I would no longer have to deal with this. With acne, I was lied to. And, I mean, no one actually told me that. That's just something that I believed. Mm-hmm. You know, on TV, I saw adults and they did not have to deal with acne issues anymore That's makeup it's yeah well i didn't realize that, that was makeup right. so <laughs> i just i felt lied to right uh yeah so anyway on tonight's episode of i'm uncomfortable behind the glamour and the glitz of being an adult lies we find secrets. out the hidden lies. betrayal 
Well, it's not just us. We asked a lot of you on Instagram what lies you feel like you were told growing up about being an adult. And we have a lot of interesting answers that we're going to get to in a little bit. But uh, Melissa, what makes you uncomfortable about being an adult? Well, it just, it's interesting to me because I'm 28, right? I am a full-blown adult, right? Uh. Supposedly. (laughs) I always have moments where I have to be reminded of that and most times it's when my little brother asks me about stuff I realize he assumes that I know a lot more than I actually do <laughs> well I remember being his age right, I yeah. assumed adults just know I thought 28 was so old oh, same. I thought 25 was old right yeah and those are the moments where I'm like wow it's nice that he finds that I'm that source of knowledge, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, am I actually dumb? <laughs> well, because, well, because I'm just, I'm assuming that he, like I, when I was younger, thought that you just knew the answer, right. and so therefore, I'm going to ask you because you're the authority figure right. in my home. You, you have all the answers. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel that I was the same way growing up. Yeah. How about you? Do you have any specific <laughs> thing that makes you uncomfortable? <laughs> Actually, so I I was chatting with one of my friend's moms, and she's um, she's obviously nearing retire. Obviously, like you know her, she's nearing, <laughs> <laughs> she's nearing retirement, and uh, she was talking to me about personal finance, which was really cool. But she said something to me that I just I laughed so hard. She said, "Well, you know, my financial advisor, he has a daughter. She's nineteen, and you know, you guys are twenty. I know that's twenty eight. I know that's different, but really, when you get to my age, looking down that way, it all looks the same. Nineteen. <laughs> Yeah. And 28. <laughs> yeah. She said, looking down that way, when you get to my age, wow. it all looks the same. It's basically the same thing. I mean, I suppose <laughs> that's how I feel too, though, with like anyone younger than us. I don't know. Is it just like a different just perspective? teenage years to me is just like all a weird pot of, <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting uncomfortable just listening to you try to describe what teenage years are. <laughs> It's a weird, awkward pot of awkwardness. That's what it well, is. I'm, why don't we get into some of the uh, the things that people said? Because a lot of you also thought that it was awkward to be an adult when you got here and realized... Here, like, it's a place. When you got, <laughs> got here, here and realized... <laughs> we arrived at adult hey, station. I don't actually know things. <laughs> yeah, and um, like we mentioned, we asked people to submit their the lies that they've been told. And, and we kind of seemed to see a... We got buckets. Yeah, we got buckets of of these themes of lies that we were told. So the three different topics are philosophy on life, personal finance, assumptions. Yep. And just like miscellaneous random things that just are funny and just don't make sense. So we're going to go through some of the responses that we we received and just Mm -hmm. react to them. Yeah. Let us know on our Instagram if you, uh, when you listen to this, if you were told the same thing. Because <laughs> I'm sure multiple people were told the same thing and we never talk about it. This is it. So, our first main bucket is philosophy on life. And the first submission is that this adulting would be fun. <laughs> Someone's a little bit like salty. <laughs> salty. Or like particularly upset that day that they submitted this <laughs> answer. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's fun. I think it's fun most times. Like, (laughs) most times. We're not even really that convincing. (laughs) Most times. (laughs) All right, what's the next one? Um, That you magically would know everything when you have kids. (laughs) 
There's a few that are like this. So the next one is like I, I would that I would have it all figured out by adulthood. What is even all of it? Like, what is all? I, like, quote, what unquote, is it all. all? <laughs> everything. Just everything. All the stupid things you didn't know. <laughs> um, also, I mean, going back to that kids one, though, I definitely thought that my mom just knew. I mean, going back to she the little knew. brother thing, he thinks I just know. Right. He And he probably thinks your parents also know what they're doing. And the big lie is none of us <laughs> know what we're doing. <laughs> That's why the self-help section exists. Right. Yeah. <laughs> in bookstore. Okay. Um, the next one is, if you follow the rules, you won't get in trouble. False. Right. I learned in college very quickly. I was like, wait, y'all are not following the rules, yet you're still excelling? Like, what is this? I was <laughs> well, that told. Ties in. <laughs> but the next one, cheaters don't get ahead. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what a lie. I know. I I know that that's probably based in like that moral of like, you don't want to be, you don't want to cheat your way to success. Sure, you want to be honest. You want to be- come by your earnings honestly. But like, look at 45. <laughs> oh no. I'm just saying. He got to where he is I today. mean, do we, does anyone want to aspire to that? I'm just, I'm sure some people do. <sighs> They're not listening here. That's for sure. <laughs> well... 45 could do it. I could do it. No, canceled. Get out of here. Go away. Well, clearly cheaters do get ahead. Yeah, that's true. I have cheated and gotten ahead. You know, it's like when you can't finish that project or you're and you're like, hey, let me let me just uh, look at that file real quick you got there. Right. It's called study group, (laughs) y'all. Just share each other's We just call it different things. (laughs) Depends on how you see it. Speaking of studying, the next one is uh, once you graduate college, everything falls into what place. Does e- like, this keeps coming up. Like, everything. All. All of it. Like, <laughs> everything just falls into place. Yeah, a lot of people did use those terms. Everything. All. All of it. Yeah. I mean, I've mentioned this before. I, I know I have. The adult software update. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We referred to it earlier just now of like an arrival spot, like we've arrived at adult station now going back to the metaphor of adult software package delivery. This is adult station. Welcome to knowing everything. (laughs) Yeah. All the secrets that once existed, you now know magically. You immediately walk off the platform on like off of a cliff. Like that's (laughs) that's adult station. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one here? Being a good person leads to success. Going back to cheaters don't get ahead. I mean, oh, this hurts my heart. That really does hurt. Like, who, who hurts you, person? Forty-five. Like, I, I didn't know he listened to our podcast. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, clearly, this person tried to be good didn't get successful saw bad people getting ahead and Mm -hmm. is bitter about it Mm -hmm. but like i concur i get that no i I get it it. it's a i have there's a cynical piece of my heart that i keep Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and i recognize Mm -hmm. that it's real Mm -hmm. uh the next one was if you work hard you'll be acknowledged (laughs) for your wow oh my gosh reading this hurts me if you work hard you'll be acknowledged for your hard work and be rewarded for it. Basically, yeah. lies capitalism has created. Oh, I feel that so heavy, though. Like, if you said this, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, you know. We try. I mean, listen, I, I'll be the first to admit that we tell this to the kids all the time. <laughs> if you work hard, you know, that you'll... 
Well, I don't know. I guess it depends what you mean by reward. Right. We're talking about, like, salary-wise. Ec- yeah. Like, what kind of reward are you seeking here? Ooh, this just Recognition in terms of, like, <laughs> acknowledging that they have value mm. as a person, as a student, as, like, an employee. There's, it can go See, all different think- ways. That's true, and the tricky part is that the people you're seeking recognition from are human just like you, and so they have their own baggage, <laughs> issues, lies they've believed, you know, ways of seeing the world. Things that they've been hard. brainwashed with, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, the next one is that I'd understand, in quotation marks, once I'm older, and then they followed up with the world makes even less sense nowadays. I mean, hi, 2020. Here it is. We're in September. <laughs> Which feels kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess there's that all, all of these things, not all, most of these things that we've talked about do seem to center around this idea that I'd understand once like, I get older, give once it I time. grow up, once I'm mm-hmm. an adult, I'll understand the way the world works and or the way that cars work or the way that streets though. work. <laughs> oh, God. We'll get to that. Um, but it, but on that note, though, I, I do agree that, like, over time you do understand more and more. But it's just funny that it's, like, this is that theme. Everyone's, like, waiting for the time that, that they're going to understand this certain thing. Uh, do we just wait until the end? Oh, no. <laughs> And at the end, you're like, I never understood. <laughs> and maybe at the end, you you understand that that's a not understanding is okay. I, okay, maybe we need to start understanding that now, <laughs> so we're not waiting our entire lives to understand that. We I'm just saying, understand. like peace and like. How many times? Take a shot when you hear us say the word understand. <laughs> it's a drinking game now. Don't do that if you're listening to this in the car. Do not. <laughs> What's the next okay, one? Okay, so that in adulthood. You are only working and doing nothing else. How sad. Wow. That's depressing. I mean, it feels like that's what we're doing these days, right? Like working from home and then you roll over and you're on the couch and you're home. <laughs> yeah. So either quarantine has really gotten to this person or yeah, <laughs> they just really feel this. Yeah. yeah. I can see how work can take over your life, though. I definitely feel that. I can relate to that. Um, does anybody want to hear that cliche thrown at them again about how if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life? I like how you asked them, like, as if they're here with us live. <laughs> I mean, they kind of are. This is true. It's, it's live good. whenever they <laughs> listen to it. It's live for them. <laughs> true. <laughs> and the last depressing one, that friends aren't important. Oh. That school is important. That a good college is very important. I mean... School is important. If you want to pursue higher education, I suppose that it's important. But it all depends on what you value, right? Yeah. <sighs> wow. But I mean, I guess this is the lie that you should value education, that you should value school, right? That's what they're yeah. saying. It's not the be and end all. I, I mean, I want to know how you feel about that. It's, it's definitely not. There are a lot of people who... You know, I personally have put off grad school because I don't see the value in it right mm-hmm. now and at this phase in my life. But my mom has, I think, still... And see, this is where the lies go deeper. Mm-hmm. It, this must be a lie that transcends just us. It's and generational, has extended. for sure. Exactly. Um, because she still truly believes that I need to go back to grad mm-hmm. school. 
She's been pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. We talked about this in our higher education episode. Uh, people think that education is just suddenly the key that will open the and door. The door to what? They don't right. know. The cliff you were talking about, maybe? <laughs> and then you fall off the edge. The cliff of debt. <laughs> there it is. One of my friends, actually, she's getting her PhD, so shout out to her. But she said, quote, I don't know why I was in such a rush to grow up. Oh, that hurts my right? heart. Well, my mom always told me, you know, don't rush it, don't rush it, don't rush it. I didn't understand what she meant. And I think I kind of get it. Me, Okay, wait, I'm a little bit confused because don't rush what? Going to grad school? Is that what? No, don't rush growing oh, up. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the one truth she told me. Although, is that a true like, advice? It is <laughs> a philosophy on life. Like, just don't rush that it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, on the well, same note, like, I, I, I agree. I did not pursue um, higher, higher education is what I like to call it. Higher, higher, higher education because I just, I'm still paying off my student loans from my undergrad mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any interest in jumping off a cliff towards more debt. I'm, I'm almost out of this hole. <laughs> You know, right. I don't want to do it again. And I don't, I think. The light at the end of the right, tunnel. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good, so, that's a good segue to this next topic <laughs> of financial advice or assumptions that we were told or believed. And the first one mm-hmm. being is that $100 meant you were rich. <laughs> yeah, Bless yeah, their heart. <laughs> hey, as a kid, my little brother, 11 years old, is the same way. Like, oh, my God, you know how many Nerf guns I could buy with that? You know how many, like, Beyblades I could buy? That's what I hear. I love how our first thing is, like, we equate it to how many of a thing we want or, like, that item is or that monetary value is. Yeah, no, I remember thinking $100 was a a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. I thought I was balling with a $20 bill. Yeah, and then you see your, like, like, at least for me, I would see my dad, like, open his wallet and he has, like, four 20s in there. And I'm like, wow, you have so much money in there. (laughs) <laughs> like you're so rich why don't what's we what's going on how come we haven't gone to sizzler down the street for that salad bar and that like oh my gosh <laughs> my mom can i just tell you the sad story oh, no i mean yes but also <laughs> oh no my mom told me and i don't remember this that when we were younger i literally said to her mom when are we gonna be done being poor i'm just i'm tired of being poor <laughs> <laughs> like it was a choice she was making <laughs> your mom, your, your she, poor mom. I feel so bad, but it's just so funny. Now looking back, it's so she funny. She probably was like, what? She, prob- <laughs> she probably was like, F you. She probably <laughs> is one of those. She probably hated me. She's like, she should have slapped me or something, you know? Like with words, whatever. <laughs> Oh she should have been like, she should have clapped back and been like, you make money then or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But she just like, kind of like chuckled. And I think maybe I made her a little sad. Um, her, her feelings. Well, because my idea of money was so, was so this, that $100 was a lot. And if you had that much, that you'd be right. fine. And I didn't realize that that's like pennies now, essentially. Yeah. What inflation is that? also over time. Package yeah. change. Well, that goes into our next one a little bit, which is uh, I'd be able to buy a house once I started working. Like this is Monopoly. Like you pass. No, exactly you pass, go, like it's Monopoly. And you can All right. purchase. Here's your imaginary money for no reason. Go buy things. Yeah, yeah definitely not. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest lie of Monopoly. Pro- you just start off with cash. Right. That's white privilege. That's pr- I was going to say. <laughs> 
I say some people do. That's not our story. <laughs> we have a very different story. I should okay. I shouldn't say white privilege. I guess that's just privilege in general. If you if you have it, yeah. Um, that's you know some people have it, and that's that's. But I just kind of thought that I would get that. Mm-hmm. I empathize or relate to this so right. hard. I thought that as an adult, I'd just be able to buy a house. Well. I don't know. Rewind time to elementary school. Vanessa. Vanessa owns a house, you know, by the way, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like drawing my little, my little. Why do we always draw houses that way? The little triangle a, at the, the little top. box with a triangle on top. <laughs> anyway, I was drawing that, you know, with my little like yard and me and my dog, thinking I'd have land <laughs> to own. <laughs> We laugh now, but no, that is literally capitalism brainwashing us from the get go. That is the uh, quote unquote American dream with that like white picket fence with the tree and the dog Mm -hmm. and the house with the like square windows with the window. (laughs) Gotta mark your property line, you know? (laughs) Right. Get off my lawn. (laughs) Get off my crayon lawn. (laughs) Get off this lawn and house I paid for with my hundred dollars because I'm rich. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and the last one on here is similar too. It's just saying that I would that I would own a bunch of stuff like a house and a car right away. And I will say that when I did purchase my the current car that I have, this is the first car I purchased for myself. I was in high school. I got like a double hand me down of a car, and that's just how I knew nice. it was. You know, that's how it. I knew the process was. And so when I got mm-hmm. to a point where, well, I got in a car accident, so it's kind of like forced to. But I was in a fort- in a fortunate enough situation financially where I was like okay to buy a car. And I won't lie and say that it wasn't like a huge accomplishment for me. Was it scary? It was scary, and I will also say too. I got into that car accident. I was like kind of injured. And then I also got the flu at the same time. So I was like, welcome to adulthood. I know. Shopping for a car for my bed. Oh, and then you have to keep working. Otherwise, you can't afford that car. (laughs) So good luck with that. Good thing I had paid time off that I could take. But um, yeah, so I won't lie and say that capitalism gets me sometimes. And I'm just like, yeah, this is what I want. Like, I want that car. I want that house, you know. I mean, a lot of the the responses we got around this like financial advice or assumptions bucket was the idea that once I get older, I will have money. I will be able to buy things with my money. As if that's that's like the end all be all again, like as if that that's the goal. That's the lie. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's the lie. And all of this is that all of that stuff's supposed to make you happy. Like that's the goal. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. You went there. I did. Ooh. My car gives me grief. You know, even I have to maintain that. I scratched it by scraping by a freaking pillar and now I'm pissed at it every time I see it. You see, once more money, more problems. (laughs) Okay, moving on. (laughs) Moving on on that note. To our miscellaneous slash straight up lies about (laughs) random things. You start this one off, Vanessa. I will for sure start this one off because the first one is mine. And my lie that no one told me, I just thought this. Please let me know if you thought this too. That I would just wake up one day and know how to drive. That that was part of the update. You know, I didn't really pay much attention. My parents weren't like, oh, hey, by the way, this is what I'm doing over here. I like... like, Some parents teach their children to drive or about driving and tell them what they're doing. My parents 
Definitely. My mom is a horror driver. Did not explain to me that she had to learn to drive. I just kind of assumed that I would wake up and know that. Like 15 and a half, when you get your permit from the DMV, you just downloaded the software for learning how to drive. That's being gracious. Definitely was thinking more like 18 plus. Did you get your license when you were 18? I got it much later, yeah. Oh, wow. I turned 15 and a half. The day that I would turn 15 and a half, I was at the DMV. Nah. I didn't have, I don't have a lot of older cousins, and I don't have any older siblings, Uh so it wasn't like I naturally knew that at 15 and a half that was a thing that could happen to you. It wasn't until all y'all started getting your, like, permits and everything that I was like, hey, mom, what's happening? (laughs) What's going on? It's kind of like... Everyone seems to be doing this thing called a driver's license, and I'm not doing that. I feel like we're a little behind here. It's kind of like... Let's go. You you got the, like, bodily parts, like, upgrade super early and then got the oh yeah but the driving thing much, much later, later and i am the opposite so. i was like i gotta make up for last time people i gotta make up for last things that i never received <laughs> so in the end it all evened out there you go now we've all hit puberty and we know how to drive <laughs> so don't worry oh. once you get to 28 it all evens out no all right <laughs> some may say no? some may not uh Let's keep moving on. This next one is hilarious. Can you please read this? Gladly. (laughs) So this one says, my parents told me that the female anatomy was called a quote unquote punchy. What does that even mean? Are you teaching this person to punch us? I asked. So I couldn't read because when I try to read this, I just end up laughing. I just think it's the funniest thing. And I asked her why. Oh, she replied to me. She said, I have no idea. I think my dad made it up because he said that boys and girls aren't allowed to get punched there. <laughs> she said random AF. I feel like it's it's those things where parents are caught off guard with the questions that their kids ask them and they're just like, oh, yeah. malfunction, just make something up. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I guess you don't want your, you know, like, four-year-old running around being like, that's called a vagina. Actually, I would want my future children to know the anatomical words for them as opposed to, like, shrouding it in mystery. Well, get ready for that phone call, Melissa. (laughs) Sure, call me Principal (laughs) Vanessa. You're about to get phone calls. Hey, so your kindergartner just said vagina in front of everybody. And now everyone needs to know what it is. (laughs) We're going to need you to have a talk with them. That is not a conversation. At this point, we'll be on season fifty of I'm uncomfortable, and nothing will be uncomfortable for me anymore. So, (laughs) and then our opening will be. So today, I had to call Melissa because little so and so said vagina in front of everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably marking myself for like grief on that topic in my future. Speaking of anatomy and the body, uh, the next one is uh, that I'd grow taller. (laughs) Ouch! You know, we all think things. Oh no. We don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> I don't have anything that I'd grow taller. I'm so sorry. I know. Did you not, person who said this? Yeah, well, I know this person, and she did not, and it, and she fully oh. embraces it, and she's fine with it. But it, I think it's just hilarious. <laughs> and it's okay. Be yeah, you. I actually Be I'm short. short. I am five two and a half, and I actually I'm pretty sure that's average. Like it's an average range. No, is it not? can we Google five that? two is, is that not average. It's like five. Is it that's short? short. <laughs> five five or five six is average, according to the Google. 
How tall are American women? As of 2016, the average body height for American women 20 years old and up is just under 5 foot 4 inches. What up? I'm perfectly average. (laughs) (laughs) Perfectly average. Hey, I take that. I'm just below average and that's okay. I like being Ah. short. Melissa, underneath that, you know how it shows people also ask? The first question was, what is a good height for a woman? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's mean. Five, six. That's, there's an answer. That's mean. What does good the mean? The height for a woman, according to the average man, is five, six. Uh, I have nothing to say. Not today, what? patriarchy. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is from a random website, July 11th, 2014, so take it with a grain of salt. Who is searching that? Well, now Google thinks I'm searching for because I clicked <laughs> The on algorithm this, got, got you. <sighs> here <Yeah>. we are. <laughs> Anyways. All right, next. <laughs> the next one on here. Yes, I love this one. <laughs> Ooh, because more than one person said this. my parents. Okay, this one <laughs> says, my mom told me it was illegal to have the indoor car lights on. She definitely went the extra mile to assure me it is. I probs realized in college. It's not, though, because I, my, my coworker. Hold on. Can you hold on? If you're listening, please let us know if your parents told you it was illegal to have the indoor car lights on. My mom told me, I don't remember if she used the word illegal, but she definitely said it wasn't okay. And as a kid, you th- what's the difference between not okay and illegal? To you, it's <laughs> like the same thing. Whatever thing that causes your mom to get mad at you is illegal. <laughs> is illegal. Well, did your parents tell you this? Yeah. You said, yeah like right? I, was, I don't think they would use the words illegal, but I definitely was. Whenever I, I dropped something in the back of the car and I turned on the light, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> don't do that. You can't do that. But my coworker, you can't my coworker said the same thing that her parents told her that it was illegal it was to turn illegal? the car indoor car lights on, and then we Googled it, and it's not. I think that. Oh, you! I was about to Google it right now. You can <laughs> yeah. hear me typing in the background. <laughs> it's not. Maybe in the state of California, it's not, or maybe it was at one point, and then now it's not because it's dumb. Oh, oh. I okay. even judged people right. when I would drive past them and see the light, back of the like the lights on inside. I'm like, "What are you doing back there? Getting up into shena- shenanigans? Why would you break like, the law like that? <laughs> shenanigans in the broad light of their car. You can see exactly what's going on. It's like, what are these things, and what are the purposes? I don't know. I I, I don't know. <laughs> now I want to ask my mom why she said it I'm wasn't ask okay. My parents too. You better, if you're listening and your parents told you this, you better ask them why they told <laughs> you it was Explain yourself. <laughs> maybe they thought that that would make it more serious. Or maybe it like, oh, as the driver, as the adult, when you turn on the light, it like creates a glare on the windshield and then they can't see. And maybe that's the that's reason true. why they're like, turn that thing off. Yeah. Maybe. Well, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Our buckets, our three buckets, all the lies. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed all of them and listening to them. And I'm sure that you can relate to more than a few, more than a mm-hmm. handful of these, because I relate to a <laughs> lot <too>. of these. <laughs> so as always, we end our episodes trying to sort through how to be more comfortable mm-hmm. with our topic of the day. So we want to talk about how do you be more okay with dealing with the lies that you 
are slowly finding out to be I feel like lies. <laughs> for me, scandal. <laughs> all the scandal, the betrayal. Betrayal. <laughs> um, I think the way that I've dealt with it, and I think it may be, I may be biased because I am a millennial and, I, and we have talked about this in our past like self-help um, episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I feel like it is a trend for us right now to be more introspective as human beings. And maybe that comes with age as well. Maybe every generation has gone through that, but like, I feel like I'm at this point in my life and I have been maybe for the past five years, being Mm -hmm. very introspective and really analyzing how I'm reacting to things, how, you know, I'm dealing with conflict and trying to identify these lies and these assumptions and these filters that were put in place during my formative years and just Mm -hmm. recognizing them and acknowledging them is a step into being okay and addressing those things if they're like causing negative or stressful thing impacts on your life i don't know well i think to, to to your point there are some lies that you don't know are causing you stress. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening today and you heard any and you were thinking to yourself, yeah, I was told that too, and you're realizing that that's actually a source of stress for mm-hmm. you, maybe it's time to reevaluate that yeah. lie. Uh, especially the ones around, I mean, speaking for myself personally, the ones around money, the ability to buy a house, mm-hmm. the ability to own a car, those kinds of, like, knowing what to do with my money. Society, what society and generational biases have told you is the definition of success, essentially. Right, that too. Yeah, but even just the, the very basic idea of, when I'm an adult, I'll know all about how to manage my money. I'll know how money works. I'll know what a stock is, you know? Be- being a true adult is recognizing that we don't know shit. Mm, somebody put that on an Instagram post we can (laughs) Uh, we'll do do it it. (laughs) i'll do it for you don't worry you can share it (laughs) no but i agree i i definitely have my moments and we also talked about this in our therapy episode wow it all comes together (laughs) just realizing and being okay with the fact that you don't know Mm -hmm. everything you don't have to be embarrassed that you don't Mm -hmm. know you don't have to be embarrassed to share that you didn't realize until college that having the lights on in the car <laughs> isn't illegal. And not being afraid okay. to ask questions and not and being okay with asking questions to fill in those gaps. Maybe it's more about being okay with finding answers. Ooh. So, you know, if, if you're shy to speak up and say, I don't know something or is this a lie? Am I believing mm-hmm. to, to, to seek Ooh. it out, to look, Ooh, to read? You need to seek perspective because your perspective is not the only one. And being able to mm-hmm. diversify mm-hmm. the perspectives that you have yep. in your brain, it can help you get a better view of what you would want or what you actually want or what is true for you. I'm sure when we look back on this podcast in 30 years, we're probably going to laugh, have uncovered a lot more lies. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I definitely hope so. Yeah, that, that'll show growth. I just can't, I can't shake what my friend's mom told me, that looking back that way <laughs> to our age group, that 19 and 28, it's all kind of the same mm-hmm. blur, you know? So, and it's just interesting because she has so many more years of knowledge, you know, kind of built up and she's still dealing with money. We were having a meeting with her financial advisor because she, near retirement, is still trying to figure out how money works. Right. So, not to say there's no hope, but really we're all still learning. It's continuous. It's not something, it's not the software update where everything's there. 
And that's the be all end all. It's a continuous yeah. thing. Yeah. I think that's that's it. Thank you all for listening. And thank you to everyone that submitted a response for our episode today. We appreciate the participation from you all. And if you like our show, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. Next week's episode is Trump or Treat, where we discuss the upcoming election and the importance and the confusing bits about voting. So we'll talk to you then. 